What's going on, guys? And welcome to March's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month. And at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Sarah to my left, your right. And up in the box, we got Chevy again. Hopefully, you guys are doing good. And uh, hopefully, you guys are excited that we're moving into a new month. And we got new games to play. Uh, we will find out what our game of the month for April is in a sec. But um, we found out the PlayStation Plus games. This isn't Plus Club, but we just did Plus Club. So make sure to go check out that episode uh, where we talked about Ghost Runner, Arc Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, and Ghost of Tsushima Legends. But the new games are Slay the Spire, uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends, and SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, which I am not looking forward to saying that name for the rest of April, but those are the games we'll be playing. What do you guys think about the new PlayStation Plus games? Also, I want to apologize real quick. We have we have a, a cat that, that uh, resides here, and he's very upset, it sounds like, and he's just kind of going at it. So if you hear that in the background, that's, that's what's going on. So I, <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. He typically isn't this crazy. But anyway, uh, what do you guys think about those games? The only one I really um, like know uh, that I, I want to try is Slay the Spire. The other two games I uh, I vaguely know of, but I don't really have any like information. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to try them out. So yeah, um, <clears throat> I I guess I am kind of. I'm interested to give Hood uh, another go, um, but I wasn't that impressed with it when I played it uh, on release, and I was kind of hyped for it before it came out, so that was disappointing. Um, I just remember, too, that somebody in the Discord was, was super into that SpongeBob game one time, so I'm kind of interested to play that. Yeah. Um, so I played Slay the Spire before. I played it on PC, played it on my phone as well. So I've played it and uh, I'm excited to see what it plays like on console. I uh, played Hood, Outlaws, and Legends already as well. Played that on PC. Uh, I played it with you and I was um, not uh, too happy about what I got as opposed to what I wanted. So I'm hoping by now um, maybe they've done some stuff to make it uh, exciting interesting and uh, we'll find out so it'll be fun to uh, review that game and then uh, yeah the only game out of these three that I am uh, actually like really interested in playing is Spongebob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated uh, just because it's a game I haven't played and I like to play games that I haven't played Um, I've also never played a Spongebob game so uh, (laughs) we'll see but um, I heard good things about this when it came out so uh, I don't know how to take that and I will find (laughs) out I guess uh, when we play it, so I am. Uh, I, I'm. I'm always stoked to try new stuff. So, yeah. So those are the games for PlayStation Plus in April. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think about those, and uh, we'll talk about it really soon because it's going to come out uh, on Tuesday. So, um, all right. So as you guys know, um, we. Well, you probably already know because you saw the title. Uh, We played Humankind, and we'll talk about that in a sec, but we have to pick a game of the month for April. Now, uh, if you're uh, new to the channel, I'll explain this for you guys. Anyone who's been around for a while knows how this works. Uh, Every month, we have a back burner list 
I think we have like 20 games on it as of right now. They're all games that we want to go back and play at some point. So they're all kind of sitting there. We update it regularly. And uh, every month we pick randomly from it using a random number generator. But every three months we allow people uh, from TLG and then also the community to pick a game. In January, I picked Icarus uh, and that's what we played. And then it's been um, you know a couple months since then. And April will be the next month someone gets to pick. Uh, it was Chris for a while, and uh, Chris is not on the show anymore, and he's welcome to come back at any time, but he's doing uh, you know, personal stuff. Uh, but Sarah has been on the show regularly, um, and so we're going to allow her to pick in his place uh, in April, and uh, yeah, and then we'll go another two months after that, and then Chevy's pick, and then the last pick will be the community pick, which I am planning on trying something we haven't done before, so stay tuned for that, but that will be in like October, I think, when we do do that, so um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, so yeah, Sarah, you can take this and do this however you want. You can explain or just drop it, um, tell us why you're picking the game we're playing in April, and uh, yeah, anything you want to say on it? Uh Go ahead. Um, so I did put a lot of thought into this. Um, I wanted to pick something that um, was relevant, um, but not necessarily like a new release that we're all going to be playing anyway. Um, so also this is a game that I feel like I have talked about a whole lot and I just couldn't really help myself, but um, Godfall has an update coming out um, this month and I think it'd be interesting if we tried it out and talked about it. So Godfall is your pick? Godfall. Um, there, yeah, the Exalted Valor Plate update or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but... Mm-hmm. They're apparently making a lot of changes that the community has been asking for. So, um, And they're also updating uh, Valor Plates, giving each Valor Plate an ability, which will be an interesting discussion to have considering when we talked about it uh, for Plus Club, when we got the Challenger Edition, uh, which Chevy will be able to play, so you don't have to buy the game or anything like that. Um, Chevy was, I wouldn't even say uh, critical, but Chevy had brought up that it was mostly a number numbers game. And uh, we'll, I guess we'll be able to review and see uh, how these Valor Play abilities uh, will affect the gameplay. So that'll be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's, um, for me, like a game that's underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I feel like I'm always looking for an excuse to get people to play Godfall. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh I mean, I'm down to play Godfall. I was planning on trying it anyway with the new update coming out. I think it comes out on the 6th or 7th. Something like that. Yeah. So It's also coming um, out uh, on Xbox finally. Oh, yeah. Good time for that. Um, so our Xbox uh, players will be able to discuss this with us as well. Um, I mean, it's no secret. We, me and you played Godfall quite a bit. Uh, we got really into it again on a second time uh, when mm-hmm. it came out on PlayStation Plus. And, uh, I mean, I'm like... I think we're both in the 200s, but I'm like 200 something pretty, pretty high up there. And, um, I, I got to the point where I was like, eh, I can wait till a substantial update comes out and here it is. So, um, I am excited to, uh, I was gonna play it anyway, like I said, so I'm excited to, uh, be able to talk about and review, uh, what they do with the update and, uh, potentially, uh, maybe excite people who maybe have written it off or, uh, you know, 
had some criticisms of the prior build of the game and maybe it'll be exciting and uh, refreshing for people to hop back in so but I'm, I'm stuck to try it out yeah it seems like they're addressing a lot of the criticisms so i think it'd be a good good chance to see if they did enough yeah yeah and they're doing like a lot of quality lives uh, of life sh- uh, shit so that's pretty cool yeah. do you have any thoughts <clears throat> um i mean i'm always curious when people uh you know take the time to actually especially after you know a while goes by with a game like this where uh, they make changes to um, not necessarily the foundation, but like systems in the game and stuff like that to try to make it more um, uh, I can't, can't even, I'm not a lost words. I almost want to say accessible, but um, desirable for more people to uh, potentially get into. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm curious for sure. Yeah, they're supposed to be adding like cosmetics for every Valor play and like um, uh, multiple things you can unlock for the specifically to the Valor plate that are like abilities. And then each one of those can be upgraded five times a piece. I think they're trying to make them a little more individual feeling. I mean, to anyone who plays the game regularly, know they're pretty individual, but like I think on a more like. Um, or unlockable huh? shards. Oh, I was just reading, reading the patch notes. Yeah. Four. So there's some pretty substantial changes they're making. Um, a lot of combat changes too yeah yeah and i think every weapon is going to have its own thing that it does now which is kind of interesting so it's going to be it's going to be quite different and uh it's actually going to be really fun i think to talk about so that's what we are playing and uh you guys can play as well because this came out i think in december on playstation plus so if you have the challenger edition make sure to play that or buy the um you know the full thing if you want and then uh we'll talk about the end of april anything else you guys want to say on that all right. Uh, yeah. So I'll put this in later. Um, okay. So in March we played Humankind. If you don't know what Humankind is, um, I kind of do. So uh, it is a uh, civilization like uh, strategy game where you play as uh, different cultures and you go through different eras, um, essentially competing to an endpoint uh, similar to Civ. Uh, where you win by um, uh, different parameters. Um, you get to make your own uh, avatar for your um, civilization. I, said, I, I hate that I'm saying civilization because there's a game called Civilization, but these are civilizations. Um, you get to take on um, different cultures and their attributes as you hit different eras. You get to kind of change that as you go. So there is a constant... Uh, changing of uh, ways to play, which is an interesting um, thing within this genre. Um, it features a more hands-on uh, combat system that does kind of feel like an RTS in some ways, if you choose to play like that. Otherwise, you can um, auto-battle. Uh, I forgot what it's called. But um, you can just skip that if you want. Um, and yeah, you look at a map and... Uh, you uh you make diplomacy decisions you make um uh you know um like combat decisions if you want to go to war with people um you can make trade deals with people um a lot of the things that you would assume uh you would get from a uh strategy game like this uh we all played it and uh let's start with chevy what do you think of humankind in march Okay. Um, excuse me. I, uh, 
I, uh, I knew, you know, going into it that it was going to be a Civ-style game. Um, but I guess what I wasn't really realizing is how um, how familiar it would be in comparison to Civ. Now, it has its differences. It does play differently. But um, I found myself picking it up pretty quickly. Um, once I got uh, kind of the flow of how, like, your units worked, because that was kind of the one thing that was a little, uh, kind of the major hurdles, the... Uh, like in Civ, you make a settler, and the settler goes and makes towns, and you can mm-hmm. do that as many times as you want. Versus in this game, you have a scout, and then they have to you have to acquire X amount of resources to make settlements, and then settlements are limited uh, based off of your tech tree and stuff like that. So um, it was an interesting take on it. I don't really know if I have a preference one way or another, um, but it, you know, it was fine. I I actually kind of. The one thing I, I would give it credit for is like making more of an even playing field in that regard. Um, <clears throat> I didn't do any of the, the combat manually. I, I kind of just did that all auto. I don't really play these type of games to be that in control. It's more of a micromanagement thing for me. Um, I probably should have checked it out, but I didn't. I can't really comment on that so much. Um, I did quite like the uh ability to make an avatar and your own like civilization uh which also expanding when you're learning like religions and and uh um social policies and stuff like that uh you can change it can kind of like adapt and change as it goes along too and you basically uh can become similar to other like you know historical countries and stuff like that and um i actually really like that system as well uh, the other one I was going to mention I liked oh the 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 trading and the diplomatic system uh, was pretty straightforward and mm. uh, kind of tiered so you would go through one set of options and that would bump you like let's say into a more friendly relationship with someone and then you get another set of options afterwards and I thought that was kind of an interesting way to, to handle diplomacy um it was really easy to trade for resources. So, like when I got to the point where I was like making airplanes and stuff like that, I needed, you know, some resources that um, were on their continent. And it was really easy to just be like, "I'll do. I'll just give you money for that. You just, you know, give me access to that." And I was able to make planes and, and whatnot. So, mm. um, it's very similar to Civ in the regard of like when you're doing your tech tree stuff. Uh, you just you either wait until you have the um, point allotment so that you can pick it another tech to learn or um you can just queue a bunch of them up so i just i just kind of went through the tree and queued them up so i have to think about it the rest of the game um i also kind of like how you have the ability to like make different types of uh parts of your city on specific tiles and you get different like bonuses uh, for that, I thought I thought that was handled pretty well as, uh, as well. Um, I do kind of wish, and maybe it was there and I missed it, but one thing I like about Civ is when you have a worker, you can just tell them to do improvements automatically, mm-hmm. um, which might not be as efficient, but you know, when you're playing a you know, seven, six, seven-hour game, sometimes I don't want to really think about it too much. I'm not playing on like a crazy hard difficulty or anything, so um, that would have been kind of nice. So I could just go back to just clicking through my cities, but... I guess there are less cities, so I'm doing less of that. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, I don't really feel 
like strongly like in the case of like comparing them, I feel like they're pretty comparable to each other. They're just a slightly different play style. Uh, I feel like this game is an answer to Civ. I think it's an alternative because it has a lot of similarities. It's obviously built with Civ in mind, but it seems like they have systems that they think are, and a lot of more, but it feels like uh, they're trying to improve upon what Civ has done. And that's not to say that I think is an improvement or not. It's just that they are, uh, they're absolutely uh, making a game in the same image, but they are trying to make one that, that they feel is a better version of it. Uh, you know, like the combat is different and, you know, the diplomacy is a little different and the trading, all that stuff. It's, it's just like all these different improvements across the board that make it feel like, uh, like a fresh take on Civ. It's the, t- while I was playing it, I, I was both, I, it was, it was a weird thing where I was like, I kind of want to play Civ, but I was also like, I kind of like how this feels like Civ, but different. It's kind of it's like a new experience. It's it's interesting, but yeah, they're completely comparable. Like they're they're pretty similar, for sure. Um, I mean, and overall, I, I mean, I had a pretty decent time with it. Um, I don't know because they're pretty comparable. I don't know if I'd rush out to go buy it. I played this via Game Pass because I unfortunately was offered the dollar for one month deal on it. So. Um, went ahead and took advantage of that and played it that way um and i already own civ so i don't think there's enough there to push me to buy it over just like turning on Civ and playing it um but if you don't have either and you think the systems sound a little i not to get two in the recommendations here but i do think um i don't think you'd be disappointed so mm-hmm. but yeah i mean overall i had a pretty good time i i don't really have any like i don't really have any critiques of it to be honest, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. Um, <laughs> everything you said, I'm like, yeah, I pretty much agree 100%. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> um, I really liked this game actually. I think, um, I think I prefer it to Civ, um, personally. Um, though I do agree, I think, um, it's hard to kind of put my finger on like exactly how like it's it's different exactly like I mean obviously you can point to like specific systems but it feels a lot the same but it's definitely also feels different <laughs> um but um I really liked the music in this game um, I really like the art style. I like the little like cutscenes that they give you. Um, I enjoyed making my own persona or whatever they call it. Um, I really like when you're um, kind of getting into the game. They give you the options of all these different like existing cultures, um, and they're really is a lot of difference in how they all play so you kind of start off with one and then so it gives you this framework but then still lets you really customize like how you build your culture like a lot of different options um as far as like what kind of religion you're going to have and then within that also options to customize that even further like kind of focusing on different things that kind of affect how your how your culture evolves 
Um, the civics are really interesting. There's a lot of them. Um, and, and I think the scaling with kind of that is, is really good as well. Like later on in the game, you kind of get to the point where it's really expensive. (laughs) Um, so it's not like you can just go through and, um, pick through everything. You kind of have to pick and choose like what's important and how you want to, um, build your culture. Um, and then every era you get to pick a new culture or stick with the same one, which has uh, a benefit, but also, you know, there also, I think is a little bit of strategy to maybe like starting off with one kind of culture and then picking something different a little bit later to kind of change, um, how you progress. Um, I, um, thought that I think the one criticism I have of it is that I feel like the load times are really long. Yeah. I thought that too. I was Um, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Which, you know, I guess, you know, you're not really loading a whole a whole lot it's just um you know like when you load back into your game after having left or something like that it's not like there's a bunch of of load screens or anything but yeah it it seems like obscenely long to sit there for a few minutes while something loads um i feel like it's a similar thing to civ though where it's it's loading uh ai uh what it's deciding to do with what you've done what has already been done it's more of like it's it's traveling down like the routes of where the AI is gone more than like visually loading in things because yeah. the game doesn't like compared to like most games out there doesn't have much to load. So, yeah. 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 I really like the customizability you have when um, building your cities. There's a lot of like complexity there. Um That just kind of gets me really interested and, and makes me want to play it more like um you know, building certain uh, districts next to other districts or on certain tiles, but then also you can unlock um, infrastructure or, you know, wonders or things like that that further give you benefits based on like where districts are located or what they're next to or um, eventually, you know, if you start to connect cities, you can, you know, further customize that too. Um the resource nodes, I think, are cool. Um, I really like the battle system, actually. Um, I had a lot of fun doing the manual battles. Um, the use of, like, terrain and, um, you know, when you start to unlock some more of the military technology um, and different units, it gets even more intricate. Um I found the auto battling to be a little bit frustrating, which I used initially kind of when I was still getting my footing with the rest of the game. It kind of felt like um, playing XCOM 2 sometimes. Um, You know, I'd say I had like a 75% chance of winning or something, and then I'd still manage to lose um, just by chance. I was on the opposite (laughs) of that, dude. It'd be like fucking, they got a 60% chance of winning or... Uh, 70 or whatever percent chance of winning and then I would win. I'm like, oh, sick. Yeah, I just don't. I didn't like how that felt. (laughs) Um, But I did really like how the custom battling felt and um, getting into like um, naval battles and using harbors and just 
there's just a lot to this game that um, kept me really interested and and makes me want to go back for more. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so first off, I'm just going to say I didn't put as much time into this game as I wanted to this month because this month and last month, well, I guess it's April technically. So uh, February and March, a lot of games dropped, and I've been trying to play them all. And uh, I have been able to fit in all the games I need to play. But, um, yeah, I didn't play Humankind as much as I wanted to, not nearly enough. I only got about two and a half matches in. I only got one complete one. I got my ass kicked, but I learned a lot from it. And then the first one um, I didn't complete because I didn't like uh, how it was going. So I wanted to start from the beginning again. Uh, so mostly this month was me learning the systems of the game. The game is very Civ-like, so a lot of it kind of came naturally. But then it also has its own individual systems that I had to learn. Um, and so that's pretty much what I was doing. Uh, so without going through all the things that, that pretty much Civ does as well, because um, it does a lot of the same things, which I like. I'm a big Civ fan, so... Um, that was fun. Um, I like that you make your own avatar. I also forgot what they call it in the game, but I think it's cool to get to customize your own person. It's not, um, you know, uh, some historical figure, um, which I also like because I like history. But um, I thought it was a really cool take to be able to make your own character, especially in the idea that I didn't get to do uh, of playing multiplayer. I think it'd be cool to see everybody's own creations of uh, their leaders um, and also the attributes of uh, personality. And if this person's more... Uh, dictator-like or more like, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Diplomatic. Um, I think it's a neat take. It adds some personal touch to your civilization. Uh, makes it feel a little more personal and not just like playing somebody else. Um, so that's pretty cool. I also thought it's not the best editor in the world, but it's it's pretty good. I, I Every character I've seen anyone make, they all look different. So that's pretty cool. Um I also like the art style. I think the art style is actually really nice. It pops a lot. It's really colorful. Um, unless you scroll the fuck out, uh, then it turns into this like gray fucking dystopian world map wasteland that is ugly as shit. But uh, as long as you don't scroll out that far, um, the game's really nice looking. It's a really good looking game. Um, gameplay is pretty much what you'd expect from a game like this. Uh, moving from tiles, uh, you know, placing things uh, on the right spots for the right resources, uh, building infrastructure technology, which I like. Um, but that's, like I said, something that you'd expect from a game like this. Uh, combat is an interesting take. I don't know if I love it, but uh, I kind of played a hybrid. I didn't do one or the other like you guys did. I I, uh, I would mostly just hit the auto button if it was like passive shit, but then if it was like a like an important situation, like someone was invading something or I was attacking somebody, I'd be a little more hands-on. I do like that it has that just because, um, like I said, it's an interesting take on combat because in Civ, you pretty much just walk up to another tile and then they bump each other and you see what happens based off of what the units are. Um, and this, you can actually position characters around and uh, it feels a little more strategic. Um, but again, if you're playing a multi-hour uh, match or you've been playing this game for like 100 hours, something like that, I could see easily how somebody would just start hitting the auto button over, over time just to... Um, kind of skip over um situations um so i'm glad you have the options i think it's a really cool uh system that they did my only complaint about it is i think the ai is not that smart but that's not that big a deal a lot of games like this don't really have that smart of ai 
Um, I think the AI did a lot of weird things. Um, let's see. Like I said, the the match I actually completed. I came in third place, so that kind of sucked. But uh, but it was fun. It was cool to kind of go through. I had it on the um, the sped up version. Um, I forgot how it's how it's set up in this. There's the standard, and then there's like you can play it where everything's kind of like you go through and you develop things faster. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. There's like. There's uh, multiple, multiple them, speeds. Yeah. yeah, I did the one right above the standard one. So my game went a little faster just so I could kind of see the arrows faster and see what's going on with that. I also like that how they do that, the arrows. Um, you have to complete certain objectives and you get these stars. And when you fill up your stars, you get to move on to the next era. I believe that's how it works. Yeah. Um, and then you can continue on or change your culture, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. Um, it was cool to have that uh i don't want to say dynamic it's cool to be able to decide because in civ a lot of times people will be like oh, i'm gonna be diplomatic oh i'm gonna be like you know nice to everybody oh i'm gonna fucking build an army and just destroy people and in this like midway through the game you can be like you know what we we're trying to be nice but now we're going to become a war culture and i think that's kind of a cool system um gives you a lot of uh freedom to play your character, your leader that you made the way you want, which I, I think is really neat. Um, I experimented with that a little bit. I would read through all the stats of that, uh, you know, each uh, culture and be like, well, that's something. My guy started, my fucking civilization started starving. I was like, I gotta start working on food shit. So I picked, uh, I forgot who it was, but they had like a lot of food stuff. And I'm like, that's what we gotta do to stay alive. So that's what we're gonna do. Um, so that's cool. I also really like the dynamic events that happen in the game that give you choices. Um, that's kind of a cool, like, because just like in Civ, you're waiting for things to develop. It takes multiple turns. You're making decisions. You're positioning things. But every once in a while, something pops up, and it's like, hey, you have rats. Do you want to use fucking ferrets, or do you want to use cats for this situation? And it has pros and cons to both. And you make a decision on that. Or like, oh, these people are discovering some religion. Are you going to be against it? Are you going to be for it? Or kind of do this middle ground thing? And there's different positives positives and negatives to that i think it's a really cool system because it gives a dynamic nature to each uh round that uh kind of makes it feel new and different can kind of benefit you or throw a fucking wrench uh you know in the in the gears of what you might be doing um i like the diplomacy system i like the trading um I like that there are multiple levels of it. I also th find it interesting that if somebody attacks you and they can't defeat you, um, you can demand things from them uh, to make <laughs> peace, which uh, there was somebody who just kept attacking me over and over and over. And then they'd be like, let's be friends. And I'm like, okay. And then they fucking show up just invading randomly. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? Um, and then uh, it get to a point where it's like, you know, they want they want peace. And my guy it, like gave me all these options of what to demand from them to make peace. And I was like, that's kind of a cool system. And the dialogue between characters, I think, is neat, too, because it adds it's vague enough. They can really fit any situation. But it's also interesting enough that there's that much dialogue that kind of fits every situation when they're talking to each other while you're making these deals. Um I also, I already kind of touched on it, but when you're like making uh, deals with other cultures, um, there's there's like not a shitload of options, but there's a good amount uh, to the point where like you can be like, oh, open borders. You can walk, you know, across my place. I can walk across yours. You can also be like, are we at peace or do we allow skirmishes? 
Like, we're still cool, but, you know, if our guys find each other and clash, are we cool with that? Like, there's some really interesting things going on with the diplomacy um, that I would like to explore more playing it more um, when I get around to doing that. Um, because this game is pretty com- complex. There's a lot going on in it. And even though a lot of it is, you know, what you'd expect, uh, a lot of the systems are also new to me. And uh, I need to learn them even further. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool. It, the big thing, the big distinction I felt when I played this game, though, is I hate to keep compared to Civ, but like it's it's so much like Civ, and not in a bad way. I'm actually glad it exists um, to to offer an alternative. Um, Civ feels like a classic strategy PC game. This almost feels like a board game, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's it's very much like Civ, but also feels structured in a way that I feel like. In Civ, somebody could be like way fucking better than you, um, at you know the strategy or whatever, and that would come into play in this as well. But there's also factors in this that feel like it's been tailored to make it more accessible and give dynamic things happening to make it feel, I guess, more fun for everybody. So it, I don't know. It just feels it feels kind of like a board game when you play it. So, um, yeah, kind of reminds me of. Um Civ Revolutions, except um, like it still has the complexity of like full civilization game, um, but like the accessibility of that console version. Yeah, I think I played that on my phone at one point. I didn't play it much, but it was, it was pretty neat. I used to play it a lot uh, on console. Hmm. Yeah. But overall, I, I liked it. Um, I don't know if I'd say I like it more than Civ. I'm a diehard Civ fan, so I would definitely say I like that more. But I think it's a really good alternative, and I'd really like to see a Humankind 2 and see what they could do to improve upon this or maybe add more things to it. But I think it's a really solid foundation. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed just, uh, I mean, mostly that I was playing a game that I'm kind of familiar with, but just the different take on it. I like the more personal touch of it. I like the art style. I think it's a really good looking game. Um, I, I like the colors. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd like to see them improve the combat maybe a bit more to make that more enticing and less like, well, I'll just hit the auto button, but, um, you know, it's going to be to each their own. And like I said, I, I did it depending on the situation. So, um, like, like if somebody's evading my city or wherever, I'd be a little more hands on with things. Oh, that's something too. I liked about it is, um, Every time my city got invaded, there's I forget what it's called, but there's like a rating of like how much your people back you, and that could be affected by decisions you make and like religion and stuff like that. And I think it's really interesting because if somebody's people weren't as behind them as your people in these uh, skirmishes, uh, it would give you the upper hand, which I thought was really cool. Because if somebody's working in a more peaceful way, but they're putting a lot of work into their people, their people might back them during war. Um, that would benefit them versus somebody who's maybe neglecting their people. So um, there's a lot of cool little little features in this game that um, I, I feel like you know somebody was uh, was trying to think of some new ideas to kind of throw into a genre that's been around for a long time. So yeah, I, I liked it. I felt like um, doing the manual combat. There were a lot of situations that the you know, they, they kind of give you like a guesstimate on like which army is stronger. And there was a lot of situations where I 
didn't have the upper hand, but I was still able to come out on top mm -hmm. because I was able to, I mean, I was just playing against AI, but, you know, I was able to use uh, terrain and, and things like that to get the upper hand or just like, you know, focus on certain um, enemy types to kind of take out their stronger units first and able to come out on top because of it. So, mm. um I liked that by putting a little bit of extra effort into the combat, um, you know, I, it didn't matter that they had a stronger army. Felt rewarding. Yeah. And I mean, a more hands-on strategic approach to, to a situation like that is going to be much more involved and feel better than just hitting a button going, well, I guess I won. Well, I guess yeah. I lost. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks. So... Um, there's a lot of, even in RPGs when you can like auto battle, like unless you're just grinding, sometimes you're just like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And then you <laughs> set the button and see what happens. So, yeah, but I, I, and I do like to touch on something you said, the, the melding of the cultures, like every era getting to choose something different. Mm -hmm. It does let you really just change things up, you know, whether it's just how you're deciding you want to change things up or maybe, you know, it's in response to the um, armies that are the other like civilizations that you're up against. Um, but things like, you know, I found it was beneficial early on to have like a builder society, like the Egyptians were really strong early on. Um, and then swap to something that was a little bit more interesting later when I didn't have to build a bunch of stuff um, when I was kind of more supporting my cities yeah my dumbass fucking uh started with a warrior warrior culture right in the beginning <laughs> my guys start getting hungry and i was like oh fuck we're peaceful we're just, we just want to eat we're just trying to grow food dude um i was constantly trying to adapt to the situation but i was also yeah. learning that system because i didn't i wasn't aware that that happened and i was like oh that's fucking cool so yeah definitely something to uh to think about in games like this is uh, you know, in Civ, like the culture will have like certain things that happen until a certain point. And so you want to like, you know, if you're the French, you want to, you know, utilize that right in the beginning to strategize. But in this game, it's more like, where do you want to start and where do you want to go yeah. as a strategy? So it's a really, really interesting take in that. So I actually think it's one of its strongest uh, features is, is that it's really neat. Yeah, I just I like. Um, you know, it's hard for me to say definitively cause I, I have also played Civ, but, um, it just feels like this game is a little bit more access accessible. Um, you know, if you've not played a game like this before, but, um, I mean, it has a better still, tutorial than Civ does for sure, <laughs> but it's a newer it's, game. It still has a lot of the complexity that you would want from a game like that yeah Chevy anything else to say on that no I pretty much said my piece yeah anything else nope alright uh, let's jump into recommendations I think the easy one is if you're not not only into Civ games but if you like Civ I would tell you check this out and if you're a purist maybe you'll be elitist about it but um if you're just looking for an alternative, definitely check this out. But if you're into strategy games in general, you're going to want to check this out. 
Um, if you like Total War or anything like that, like check this out. It is more of the Civ variety, but it does do enough things that it does feel like a fresh new experience. Um, so I would definitely recommend it to you. Um, if you're somebody who's into, um, uh, I mean, I guess strategy, but like um, uh, history, uh, even though it, it, it allows you to create your own thing, it does take from a lot of actual things as well. Um, I would definitely check it out. Um, Games like this are really hard to think of like a lot of people to uh, recommend to because strategy games are like for strategy fans. Uh, I would not recommend Civilization or Total War to everybody at all. Um, So my last recommendation, I'll throw it to you guys. Um, If you are somebody who uh, is intimidated by strategy games, um, specifically games like Civ, um, this one does have a pretty decent tutorial that, that helps you through it. Um, it does feel very modern and there's a lot of systems in place that does feel like it, it, it gives you a lot of info. Uh, it is a complicated game for sure. Like most of these games, but, um, I think they do a good job at it. So if there's one you're thinking of maybe entering, uh, and dipping your toes in to see if you like it, uh, I think this would probably be a pretty good one to, uh, to check out first for sure. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just want to say that I definitely agree with that. I think, um, you know, not only does it kind of have a good tutorial, but there's also a lot of, um, there's a lot of options like to make the game a little bit easier for yourself, um, to kind of dip your toes in, um, and get the hang of it. And then you can kind of get crazy with it. Yeah. So would you recommend anybody else? I mean, I pretty much just agree with everything you've said. I don't really have much to add. Chevy? I don't think there's much I can add either. Um, you know, the the only thing is even like, you know, as someone who, who enjoys um, some strategy games, I, you know, it's it, it can be difficult as well because, you know, I'm not the biggest Total War fan as an, as an example, um, which is absolutely, you know, another type of strategy game. But, you know, RTSs and turn-based stuff like this, I do like, so... I want to check out the new uh, the new Warhammer Total War, Same. though. It looks pretty sick. But every time I play a Total War, I, I can't get into them for some reason. I don't know why. Because, like, they're big and AAA and really well-made and super popular. And I go to play them, I'm like, maybe my brain's just like, it's not Sam, which is, you know, a stupid bias to have. But um, I would like to try that one out since it's the newest one. I think it's, like, the third Warhammer one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to check that out. So I just want to try the new Age of Empires because apparently they uh, they oh, did a good job yeah. on it. So I think that's on Game Pass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I do have Game Pass because uh, yeah. I'm playing Weird West right now. Yeah. Canceled mine as soon as I was done playing this game. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, I I'm not a big rental fan, so. Yeah, well, me neither. I uh, I forgot I even had it running, and then I found out Weird West was coming out, and then I saw it. It was on Game Pass. I'm like, am I paying for Game Pass? Be a good reason to uh, to to check that. And if I am, I guess I'll play this. I think I got it when Humankind came out yeah, on Game Pass, did. and then I just realized I was still paying for it. Yeah. All right. Um, any more recommendations? Nothing. It's a tough one. I feel like I want to recommend to more people, but I'm just realistically, I know that 
uh, games like this are for specific people who are into this kind of thing. So uh, it's for you and most likely not for other people. So uh, let's grade it. Let's start with Sarah. What'd you grade it? M for Merrick. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to give it a uh, A-. minus. Um, there's a lot of things I really, really like about this game. I think it does everything it, um, I don't want to say needs to do, but, you know, everything it needs to, to do to be um, comparable to Civ. And then it does things that are unique as well. Um, and I just, uh, I really like the style. So I really enjoyed it. All right. So that's an A minus. Uh, Chevy, what would you grade it? Uh, so I was just thinking of you having just a picture of Merrick at a counter. Um, oh, dude, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm so worried about editing this episode and hearing how prominent that is. He's really upset. And for anyone who's wondering, we have we have cats, we have dogs, we have we have a gecko, we got all sorts of shit. And uh, for some reason tonight, our our cat Merrick is. Being very, he's very upset that we're filming right now and just yelling. He's so upset. He's not filming I, with us. Yeah, he wanted to be on the show apparently, and I said no. So uh, again, I apologize for the for the constant sound, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just upset he's on the show. So I do need a little Merrick face and a little counter every time he goes meow. Yeah. Once it hits one thousand, he just goes gets louder meow. Um, I'd give it a a B plus though. Um, I think it's a good game. Uh, I'm not like in love with it, um, and I, uh, I, I, I would probably play it again. Uh, I would just need an excuse to actually like buy it, and I, I think I struggle with that. Like I said before, because I already own Civ, and I don't think they are too. Uh, I don't think there's enough of a difference for me to justify purchasing it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, I do think it's a good game, and I do think. Um, that if you are interested, you should just pick it up. So, for sure. Or if you've played like a shitload of Civ and you really love Civ and you wish the new Civ was out, I would say check this out for sure. Fresh. Yeah, play this. That's another recommendation, I guess. <laughs> um, pretty much, I'm in the exact same boat as you. I'm not in love with the game, but I like it. It's definitely a good game. Um, I think I'm also going to give it. I think a light B plus. I was thinking B, but B plus definitely. Uh, just because. It's, it doesn't really have a whole... There's nothing wrong with it, really. Um, I just didn't really feel any like strong affinity towards it, but I did enjoy it. I would play it again. Um, but again, if like I had a bunch of friends playing Civ or playing this, that would be the that would be the indicator of what I would be playing. Um, so if a bunch of people want to play Humankind, I'd be down to play it. But I don't know if I'll... Well, I'll probably go through it one more time because I want to like really get into it and, and learn everything about it. But um, it's, it's a solid game. I really am glad that it exists. I'd like to see more people, uh, you know, make alternatives to, you know, the very limited genre. Um, that's not, you know, Crusader Kings or, uh, uh, oh God, uh, Europa Universalis. Space is pretty good. Huh? And space is pretty good. Yeah. I, no, no, no. It's not the same people, or is it? Amplitude? Any of the endless games? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. These guys have made uh, games like this before, and I, I almost feel like they made that, but I don't remember. 
So anyway, yeah, uh, B+. Plus. Feel good about giving it a B plus. It's a good game. I would definitely recommend it, and uh, it was fun. Um, anything else you guys want to say? Nope. Merrick's quiet. Anything else Merrick would like to say? He's nope. done, apparently. He's done for the next two minutes. He'll be back. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Humankind. Did you play it? Did you not play it? If you haven't played it, why haven't you played it? Uh, if you have played it, uh, what did you think of it? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? If you like it more than Civ, because we talked about Civ a lot, I specifically did. Um, what do you? What features about it do you prefer over Civ? Uh, what do you like in Civ over this, possibly? Um, what do you think about uh, the Avatar system, making your own uh, leader? Uh, what do you think about the systems of diplomacy trade? Uh, what do you think about the combat? Do you hit the auto button? Do you actually... Um, do the combat yourself or do you do a little bit of both? Um, and yeah, uh, anything you'd like to add to the conversation about humankind, let us know in the comments below. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Game of the Month for March. Uh, quick reminder, we will be playing Godfall in April. So if you got that on PlayStation Plus um, or free somewhere, or if you want to buy it, uh, we'll be playing it through April and we will be discussing it. So join us for that. And uh yeah, uh, but yeah, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our streams and our socials. Links down below. I got to get you on there. Um, check us out on our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel. More than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing uh, if you're brand new. And... Uh, yeah, I've been Seth. Thank you, Sarah, for joining me. And thank you, Chevy, for joining me. And Merrick as well. And you guys. And But until the next episode, have a good one and take it easy.